Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This morning, Sydney spreads. Students go into isolation after an infectious COVID case attended a vaccine hub. Canberra bubble bursts. Our capital plunges into lockdown on the back of a positive case. Taliban gaining ground, the US Embassy expected to shift to Kabul's airport. And check your tickets. One very lucky Australian has become $80 million richer overnight and they don't yet know it. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. Police have been given sweeping new powers to enforce public health orders across New South Wales amid another surge in COVID cases. Rules will be tightened on the singles bubble and exercising outdoors after 345 infections were recorded for Thursday. Health authorities are investigating the overnight death of a southwestern Sydney woman who had COVID-19. A person who attended the Kudos Bank vaccine hub for Year 12 students on August 10th has tested positive now to the virus, while 18 cases have been reported at a Sydney school for kids with autism. Been involved uh, in dealing with the pandemic from day one and we're making sure that we don't leave any stone unturned. A ward at Auburn Hospital is also being deep cleaned after a pregnant woman tested positive to the virus. Canberra has been forced into lockdown after recording four mystery cases of COVID-19. They're the first infections in Australia's capital in a year. Residents can only leave their home to shop for groceries, exercise outdoors or obtain essential health care. We do not currently know the source of the infection, uh, but extensive investigation uh, has been underway. The outbreak has prompted panic buying across major supermarkets with the lockdown set to last until 5pm next Thursday. Melbourne is facing another COVID threat after two infected travellers flew into the city from Sydney illegally. Dozens of passengers and airline crew on Qantas flight QF471 have been exposed to the virus. There'll be people there who travelled under exemptions to do something really important. It is of no fault to them that they were sitting next to people who were all, all likelihood infectious. The two women have received $5,000 fines each after using false green zone permits to cross the border. There was a mad dash to get out of Canberra as states slammed their borders shut to Australia's capital. Politicians and passengers rushing back to Brisbane didn't realise they were flying straight into 14 days of quarantining at home. Just follow the health directions. That's all we have to do. It's pretty straightforward. I'm up here to go to my sister's funeral next Wednesday and um, I won't be doing that. Meantime, the Sunshine State has tightened its border with New South Wales, only allowing essential workers to cross.
employers could be given the power to make COVID jabs mandatory for workers if their business operates in a lockdown hotspot under new guidelines proposed by Fair Work. The draft plan says it must be a lawful and reasonable direction, raising confusion about how the rule would apply. Kinks in the policy are still being ironed out, but it's understood the move will target high-risk professions like frontline health and supermarket workers. A humpback caught in shark nets off the Gold Coast is finally free after a two-day rescue mission. As the exercise unfolded, another entangled whale was saved by a brave boaty near Queensland's Moreton Island. An unlikely but not unsurprising encounter. A whale dragging crab nets between Morton and North Stradbroke Islands. A local boaty doesn't hesitate, diving in, grabbing the rope and cutting. But the spanner crab net wouldn't come off. The man goes again for a second attempt, clinging to the line as he's dragged along before slicing it away. He literally had saved the whale, as that wonderful saying goes. The rescue unfolded in Rouse Channel. This poor whale has been dragging around a spanner crab net for God knows how long. That'd be 100 metres. Easy, easy. Steve Allendy's friend, who doesn't want to be identified, risking his life. And one hit will be the end. Like, I mean, it is extremely dangerous. And a fine, as Django, also known as Tinny Man, learnt the hard way off Burley last year. I was very concerned about safety, but he was more concerned about the whales well-being. Further south, the professionals were still busy trying to free a humpback caught in a shark net off Snapper Rocks. This is the knot they were contending with, a chain wrapped around its tail making this mission particularly difficult. It looks like it's uh, one of the most challenging ones. Um, it's definitely one of the longest. That shows that it just wanted to leave the area. Surprisingly, it still has a lot of energy to do that. He's still trailing some equipment, but largely freed after a successful rescue mission. On the Gold Coast, Amanda Abate, 7 News. A Victorian is waking up a multi-millionaire this morning and they don't even know it yet. Powerball's $80 million jackpot was scooped up by a sole winner. While the lot has confirmed the ticket was purchased in Victoria, it had incomplete contact information. The winning numbers were 17, 10, 4, 26, 19, 23, 21 and the Powerball was 7. A candlelight vigil will be held tonight for a 16-year-old boy who was bashed to death in Sydney's West last week. Hundreds of people are planning to light candles and stand in their driveways to show their respects to the boy at 6 o'clock tonight. Police will allege in court that the boy was set upon by a group of six teenagers. They all face murder charges. A new mother is using her own terrifying COVID ordeal to encourage pregnant women to get vaccinated. Kaylee Dyke felt like her lungs were on fire and feared she and her unborn twins would die. Kaylee Dyke and her partner Chris Lessig will soon celebrate their beautiful twins' first birthday. But this is Kaylee in July 2020. <laughs> She was 25 weeks pregnant. Chris had tested positive. Kaylee had severe symptoms. I was um, unable to walk more than a few feet without sitting down. I was gasping for air. I had uh, a terrible headache. So bad, she was rushed to hospital, where she too tested positive to COVID. 
so scared. My lungs were on fire. I also felt like I was drowning at the same time. I was also quietly saying goodbye to the babies, thinking at that stage I was 40, I was sure that I was dying and I did not think that the babies would survive. She was put on ventilation and deeply sedated. And 10 days later, I woke up uh, in ICU. She recovered and went home. A month later, her babies were born six weeks premature. People like look at what's happened to us and think we were so unlucky, but I mean, I think we came out ahead. Kaylee's still suffering from COVID after effects. I still have breathlessness and when I speak, I try very hard to try and hide that. She's vaccinated now. I was wiping away tears when I got my first vaccination. She's urging pregnant women to get the jab. Pregnant people are more susceptible to COVID and to become very unwell from it. So I'm sharing my experience to try and advocate for other people to get vaccinated. Uh, it can happen to anybody. Nick McCallum, 7 News. Sydney's Star Casino is set to see an additional 1,000 poker machines on their floor. The gaming giant is seeking a new slot machine cap of 2,500, which could be given the green light as early as next week. The terms of the expansion proposal are believed to limit the group to purchasing machines from regional pubs and clubs. It's a grim part of the past that saw six million Jewish people murdered. And now a Gold Coast auction house is looking to make a profit from it. More than 20 rare military items from Nazi Germany will go under the hammer tomorrow. A shameful past that should be consigned to history, but one that could be preserved through the sale of these relics. 22 rare items from the Nazi regime set to go under the hammer at a Gold Coast auction house. This Nazi police officer's tunic and a Star of David armband Jews were forced to wear set to fetch thousands. A lot of people come at us, you know, we shouldn't be selling it, and um, but these are artefacts, historical artefacts, uh, and they shouldn't be buried or hidden. Jewish groups arguing the items shouldn't be used to make money but donated to a museum. And memorabilia like this has a place to educate people about the horrors of the Holocaust, not to be glorified by individuals. If we forget the past, we're bound to repeat it, so this should be kept and displayed and talked about so future generations know. The relics are owned by an 85-year-old man who lived in Germany in the 60s. The auction house says he was never linked to the Nazis, but interested in collecting military items. Public opinion also divided. Each to their own. So if someone wants to buy it, they can buy it. I don't see the... Still history. That makes me feel quite uncomfortable. An uncomfortable history that should never be forgotten, so it may never be repeated. On the Gold Coast, Georgia Costi, 7 News. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is trading lower this morning. The Nasdaq is up. In London, the FTSE fell. Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower, as did Hong Kong's Hang Seng. The All Lords gained slightly, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,748 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 69 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 73.42 US cents, 81 Japanese yen, and $1.4 New Zealand. London's top police official has confirmed she's reviewing files but won't be opening an investigation into Prince Andrew. Police Commissioner Cressida Dick was asked on British radio about the sexual assault allegations against the Duke of York in the United States. I've asked my team to have another look at the material. Okay. No one is above the law. 
American-Australian Virginia Jufri alleges that Jeffrey Epstein trafficked her to the prince. Unprecedented torrential rains in central China have left cities completely flooded. There have been mass evacuations from Hubei province as vast patches of farmland and towns become swamped. One town reported water as deep as 2.46 metres. More than 300 firefighters, soldiers and police have been deployed to the disaster sites with no casualties reported so far. One Olympian will have to have her gold medal replaced after the mayor of her hometown tried to take a bite of it. Softball athlete Miu Goto watched on as mayor of the Japanese city Nagoya lowered his mask to chomp down on her hard-earned gold. Olympic officials say they will replace the medal with an untarnished one. In news just in, the United States is sending 3,000 troops back into Afghanistan as Taliban forces bear down on the nation's capital. Let's go live now to US correspondent David Woywood. Good morning, David. It comes as the country's third largest city fell into the hands of militants hours ago. Good morning, Jody. Yes, the Taliban has now captured the city of Herat overnight and they are now quickly advancing on the nation's capital, Kabul. That has, of course, sparked major fears among US forces and diplomatic staff still stationed there. America is now sending additional troops back into the country, around 3,000 soldiers to protect embassy workers and assist in those evacuations. The UK is doing a similar thing. It's now been reported the US is considering moving its embassy to Kabul's airport. Now, if that happens, it would be a major admission. The US has very little faith now in Afghanistan's national forces to hold back the emboldened Taliban. The US maintains its embassy will remain open with a skeleton staff and continue to process special visas for those Afghans that helped American forces during the 20-year war. Our embassy in Kabul has been on ordered departure since April 27th, and we've been evaluating the security situation every day to determine how best to keep those serving at our embassy safe. So still a fluid situation in Kabul right now. No hard decisions have been made public. What's clear, though, Afghanistan is quickly slipping into Taliban control now just one month out from the 20th anniversary of the September 11 attacks. Jody. OK, David Woodward, thank you. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Excessive heat warnings are coming into effect across the U.S. Pacific Northwest, with Oregon declaring a state of emergency. Temperatures are expected to soar into the mid-40s by Friday as heat advisories hit the central and eastern states as well. But the severe weather isn't limited to heat waves. The Midwestern state of Michigan has been hammered by flash flooding. 
New mums who feel like they've aged years since the birth of their child may in fact be right. A new study has found that mothers who endure sleepless nights have DNA markers showing they are years older. The biological age of mothers who slept less than seven hours a night at the six-month mark was three to seven years older than new mothers who slept for longer. In sport, Richmond and GWS will be after a crucial win to keep their finals chances alive when they face off at Marvel, Marvel Stadium tonight. But the Giants will be without star Toby Green after the AFL Appeals Board upheld his latest suspension, a one-week ban for his hit on Geelong's Patrick Dangerfield. The AFLW has received a boost from next year. It will mirror the 18-team men's competition, the league adding teams from Essendon, Hawthorne, Sydney and Port Adelaide. And Carlton's board met last night to discuss the findings of an external review which will likely decide the fate of coach David Teague. The AFL will today release the findings of a report by former Geelong President Colin Carter which assesses the viability of starting up a 19th team in Tasmania. It comes as the league considers scrapping this year's pre-finals bye in a move that could bring the grand final forward by a week. As it stands, the season decider is scheduled for the MCG on September 25th. Raiders back rower Corey Harawira-Naira faces a lengthy stint on the sidelines after he was sent off for a brutal high tackle on Jerome Hughes during last night's loss to the Storm. Melbourne coach Craig Bellamy revealing Hughes suffered some memory loss. He can't remember anything about the game and uh, doesn't look, look too good, so it was obviously a, a fair knock that he's got. The Storm were able to hold off a brave Raiders outfit inspired by 5'8 Jack Whiten to post a 26-16 win. Morgan Sibilic is still on track for a world final spot after being knocked out of the Corona Open in Mexico. In his debut championship season, the Aussie is fourth in the world with just one more tour event to go. Also bowing out is Queenslander Ethan Ewing, who lost to world number one Gabrielle Medina, while Jack Robinson is through to the quarterfinals. Queens of the Surf Sally Fitzgibbons and, Steve, and Steph Gilmore also booked their spots, along with Isabella Nichols, who edged out compatriot Tyler Wright. Astronauts on the International Space Station have had a welcome delivery, including pizza for seven. A 4,000-kilo cargo ship from the US docked overnight. The shipment including fresh apples, kiwis and tomatoes, along with a pizza kit and a cheese smorgasbord. It's a taste from home for the seven astronauts on board. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs are generating showers and the odd storm in northeastern New South Wales and southeast Queensland. Moist winds around areas of high pressure are bringing showers to northeast Queensland, western Victoria, Tasmania, southeast South Australia and southwestern Western Australia. The highs are keeping elsewhere mostly clear and settled. Around the capitals today, Brisbane heading for 25 degrees with partly cloudy conditions, Sydney 21 and sunny, Canberra 16 and mostly sunny, Melbourne partly cloudy and 17, Hobart 14 with a shower or two, Adelaide showers heading for 16, Perth 20 and sunny and hot in Darwin 35 degrees the top. And that's 7 Early News for this Friday the 13th of August.